Red alert! Red alert! 911! Heidi Klum dressed up as a worm for Halloween, but before you get excited, it's awful. Hate! Would we still love her if she was a worm? No. No, we would not. Honestly, she looks like the inside of a butthole. Don't look! I'm Alex Clark, and this is Poplitics, the first ever daily conservative pop culture show. Thumbs up, subscribe, and shop merch at tpusamerch.com. So much to talk about today. Plot twist alert. The same people who told you and I that we're grandma killers and worse want us to move on and forget about it. Ooh, don't mind me while I absolutely go off about this today. The reason why actress Maya Rudolph is being called fragile and egotistical, Elon Musk is considering bringing back Vine, and apparently this A-list singer was originally supposed to play Mr. Schuster on Glee, and then we'll wrap up with What's Good Wednesday. I'm starting off with news that will really piss you off so that What's Good Wednesday story at the end of the show just hits different. Emily Oster, a writer for The Atlantic, is making a case for pandemic amnesty. What does that mean? She's suggesting that after radical totalitarian leftists screech to close your church, your schools, took your job, forced your two-year-old to wear a mask that didn't work, forced you to miss your dad's funeral and visit your dying grandparents through plastic tarp, we need to just forget about it. Forgive them and move on. You got me straight tripping, boo. The piece for The Atlantic reads, we need to forgive one another for what we did and said when we were in the dark about the big germ. Uh, no. You know what else is just so rich? This Emily Oster chick who wrote this article literally tweeted a year ago that we need to up the ante on our friends and family members refusing to get the juice. She said, require it for travel, concerts, and sporting events, and family members should put individual pressure on people who won't get it and ostracize them from the family. The audacity! They want forgiveness now. Isn't that interesting? What if instead we just ask them to all stay inside for another two years and see how they feel afterwards? Look, 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 look. They want everybody to forget and forgive everything that happened during the pandemic. We were all in the dark. We were all afraid. Like, nah, Like, that was like we all got kidnapped and put together on an island and then all of y'all we're like, we should eat them. And we're like, what the f And then now they took us off the island and we're just looking at you on the ride home like, and you're like, oh, wasn't that crazy? And we're like, nah, b you tried to eat us. 99.9% <laughs> of these lunatics have never apologized, let alone acknowledged any wrongdoing. In fact, New York governor Kathy Hochul was just doubling down on this about a week ago saying she'd do it all over again. So tell me, in what world should we give them amnesty? I will never, ever forget. Maya Rudolph is being called out as being fragile and egotistical by fans after she brought up in a recent interview that she was humiliated and embarrassed by Dave Letterman, who pronounced her name wrong as he introduced her onto his show for the first time 10 years ago. She told WSJ Magazine that after the flub, and even after he genuinely apologized on the show, she did not have a good time and has basically never gotten over it. Here's the humiliating moment in question. Our uh, next guest is a uh, talented actress. She has a, a, a new film. 
film entitled Away We Go. It opens uh, June 5th in selected cities. Please welcome the lovely Amaya Rudolph, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry that I mispronounced your name. I'm just a boob. There's no excuse for it. And from the bottom of my heart, I sincerely apologize. Thank you, Dave. Yes. I am so confused by this. I do not hear anything wrong. Like, listen to the way he says her name one more time. Please welcome the lovely Amaya Rudolph, ladies and gentlemen. Now listen to Maya say her name herself. With Maya Rudolph. Am I missing something? I think I'm losing my mind. It's How long have we been here? Elon Musk is toying with the idea of rebooting Vine, the original video app that allowed users to create six second looping videos. Unlike TikTok, the app relied on people following users as opposed to an algorithm that recommends videos based on what you watch. Vine was amazing back in the day, but I feel like TikTok is just too strong and powerful at this point. Do you think people would actually want to go back to Vine? Well, perhaps it is the context in which words are spoken that give them the power or meaning. I love you, dog! Glee creator Ryan Murphy says, Mr. Shu was actually written for Justin Timberlake and he was supposed to play him. Too high, can't come down. Oh my gosh, I completely see that now. <laughs> Honestly, something about Mr. Schuster just screamed zero sex appeal. And I have always thought the same thing about Justin Timberlake. That's probably just me and I'm willing to accept that. But JT does not do it for me and neither did Mr. Shu. They look exactly alike. You know what Wednesday is, right? Hump day. I promised we'd end on a story that would make you feel warm and fuzzy, and I am delivering. It's time to see what's good. What's good? Last week during the University of Kentucky's annual blue-white scrimmage game, one fan in the stands caught Coach Calipari's attention. A coal miner who looked like he came straight from working the mines covered in coal dust, sitting in the stands with his little boy watching the game. According to WhiskeyRift.com, Calipari's own grandfather was a coal miner in West Virginia, so this really touched his heart. He shared a picture of the man in his son to social media and asked fans to help to identify the coal miner dad who rushed from work to spend time with his son at the basketball game. So that he could offer the family a VIP experience during a UK game at Rupp Arena. The internet came together to use its powers for good and eventually the dad was identified as Michael McGuire with his son Easton. According to McGuire's wife Molly, Michael had been up since 4.45 a.m. before rushing home from work to go to the basketball game with his family. These are the people who make America, America. And shout out to amazing dads like Michael. I love this! Dad, mm. we're pals, right? Right. Are you team be a good Christian and forgive, or are you never forgetting what the Branch Covidians did to us the last two years? Weigh in on the comments. By the way, my shirt says, you can go to hell. I'm going to Toyota thought. This is where we post a new episode of Politics Monday through Thursday, so make sure you subscribe, please, to support us. Turn on that notification bell and thumbs up this video. Follow Poplitics on Instagram for more pop culture news and content from me. We are back tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. It's pop culture without the propaganda every single day. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Poplitics. Hopefully you found the conservatee scalding today. Don't forget if you want to get the full Poplitics experience to follow us on Instagram at Poplitics, where you can see all the fun clips. You can find me on Instagram too, at RealAlexClark. Love you, mean it. Bye.